the podcast for the Treasure Coast. With breaking news. On the Treasure Coast, on the Treasure Coast, that brings you breaking news, along with anything tech, without it in reading or commenting on scripture, and a devotional at times. Welcome to, welcome, welcome, welcome to, Treasure Coast's, real-time, podcast. And we do welcome you to today's podcast. We thank you very much for joining us, and we truly hope that you are having a great day in the midst of all this uh, chaotic and just the chaotic stuff that is going on. Um, I would like to welcome you to our podcast. If you are watching on our YouTube channel, you can see me on the camera. Um, Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and it's always in the episode notes. But we are the RTN real-time news of the Treasure Coast podcast where we bring you real news, real tech, and then we talk about a real God. Because we end our podcast with a verse and sometimes a prayer. And uh, I am a minister, so um, I, I, God is, that's who I am. So, uh, but we thank you for joining us today. I do want to uh, give you a rundown of some of the news articles that we are looking at. Um, we are bringing you um, from townhall.com today and of course in all of our episodes the links will be in the show notes as I as I always say and I keep repeating throughout the the show but um, we're, we're looking at what are we trying to accomplish with coronavirus policy and then we're looking at the the ban um, actually uh, John Stossel uh, talks of the the ban and the uh, the many politicians uh, talking about they were in a hurry to ban plastic uh, bags and we'll go into that and uh, then we are dealing with the restoration of the reputation of the intelligence uh, community we need to uh, restore the belief and the restoration um, in the uh, community in the intelligence community and uh, we are honoring America's um, America's great generation by protecting their votes. We're going to talk of uh, a vote protection, and then we're going to hit some tech, and then end with the uh, a couple articles on tech. But that's what we we are heading in and doing on this podcast. One of the things I do want to uh, let you know that we are offering interviews on our podcast and these are pre-recorded interviews and we actually use a freeconferencecall.com what we will do is set up the interview you will have a phone number that you will uh, call into or we do offer video uh, interviews we can do that too um, if you desire but how has this coronavirus quarantine affected you and I'm really focusing on 
inside the church world, um, how as a pastor, how, as a ministry leader, how has it affected you? We are we have scheduled um, interviews, um, so we're going to be bringing those on our podcast and playing those. And if they go long, we may run. Um, we're going to try to do up a couple a uh, couple different podcasts. So. Uh, and we are trying to rearrange our office. I'm getting ready to really plunge in to do this podcast. Try to do it as professional as I as I can. So let me transition. And actually, I'm trying to get uh, my <laughs> trying to get my office set up and all the screens correct. Uh, where um, and and redo the camera that way you're not seeing the side of my head when I'm. When I'm looking at my other screen, I just need to rearrange rearrange everything. So let me just transition to the next screen. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, we are going to be be dealing with um, the articles, and of course, I said we are in town townhall.com. And I do want to remind you again, if you would like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can actually see the actual articles as I'm going through them. I have the browser window window, uh, showing. So that way you can see what we are doing, how we're doing it, and and all that. So, all right. What are we trying to accomplish with coronavirus policy? And, of course, Ben Shapiro uh, does this. Um, This is actually from today's, at the time of this recording, from today's Days news. That's that's the one thing we try to do is bring you current news and up to date up to date news. As Americans debate how to reopen society in the wake of COVID nineteen, we seem to be breaking down into three groups. And here are the three groups he talks about. First, those who believe the virus isn't particularly serious and desperately want to reopen everything as soon as possible. And he says uh, this is a small minority of Americans by polling data. Ben, let me tell you, I don't think you're as connected to the regular people as what you think. <laughs> because there are a lot of people. Have you watched the, I mean, I typically like Ben, but have you watched the rallies of thousands and thousands of people that are at the rallies all over the United States? Come on, man. Um, all right, second those who believe the virus is extraordinarily serious and want everything to remain closed as long as possible. And third, those who believe the virus is extraordinarily serious, that the economic damage brought about by COVID-19 is extraordinarily serious and that we will have to reopen in considered fashion. So those are the three groups. And let me rehash, let me back up a little bit. I I came across too hard. Ben was just giving the three different groups. Um, I I am sorry about that. Um, So what does a considered coronavirus reopening strategy look like? That question rests on a deeper question. What assumptions are we making? And he goes on to say, um, obviously we all want to reduce the deaths to the lowest possible number or amount. But what assumptions are baked into our policy recommendations? Are we assuming a vaccine will 
come along in three, six, 12, 18 months, and I'm gonna just kind of go down a rabbit trail here. If I don't watch it, I'll go too long on this segment. But um, one of the things that you, if you stop and think, we still do not have a flu vaccine. And we still don't have many vaccines of the many different things that have happened. There are, there are sicknesses out there that we don't have a cure for. for. We still don't have supposedly a cure for, for cancer yet. So I, it almost looks like to me that there, the medical community is opening up another door for more money, for more supposedly they want to treat the symptoms this is me talking here um this isn't ben or anyone this is my opinion it looks like the medical community is opening up another another door to just treat the symptoms don't give the cure because then they won't then they won't make as much money i mean come on that's isn't that what it's all about making money I mean, seriously, seriously. So, all right, um, you can go ahead and click the link in the uh, in the description. And uh, with clicking the link, you can go right to the article and read it for yourself. Um, you know, that is one thing I I like just bringing news and bringing opportunity to you. And um, I I would like some feedback. Uh, what type of news do you like? And I want to remind you again, interview, if you, I forgot to give you a way to get a hold of me. If you want me to interview you, and this would be a pre-recorded interview, and um, and with this interview, you would also actually get to... Uh, get to have the questions beforehand. We'd go through them, um, and you'd be able to take out any that you don't want, and uh, it's all pre, pre-known pre questions. I don't like pulling, um, I don't like pulling any extra thing, unless the conversation grants it and you're willing to. Um, so I, I am wanting to interview people who are wanting to talk about what this quarantine has done for this, done for you. All right. Uh, John Stossel, here's a, an article, ban this, no, never mind. Okay, and this is talking about um, the banned plastic bags. Of course, we have, we've been in this quarantine, and let me look at the date of the article. I think, yeah, this is from today, May 6th, at the time of this uh, podcast recording. Recently, many politicians were in such a hurry to ban plastic bags. California and Hawaii banned them, then New York, then Oregon, Connecticut, Maine, Vermont, passed laws against them. More than 400 cities did too. Why? Because plastic bags are evil. Didn't you know? Look at the damage done by plastic bags. It is everywhere, complained New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. A Washington State Senator cited videos of animals choked by plastics, tangled in garbage. So what should we use instead of plastic? Cloth bags. They're reusable. Certainly the way to go, said New Jersey's Assembly Speaker. But now, get this. (laughs) Oh, this is funny. But now, suddenly, politicians are canceling their bans. Instead of, they're banning the once praised reusable bags. Why? (laughs) Because of COVID-19. 
Isn't it amazing how they just change back and forth? And I mean, they're they're insane. I mean, these liberals are totally insane. That is where, when you're a principal and you stay by your principles and you really talk of what you are, who you are, and the bottom line, if we base our principles on the Bible, the Bible doesn't change, and it's an ever-living word, and and I'm going to get to preaching here, (laughs) but come on, liberals. Plastic bags are, are good. And now they're bad. And the article goes on to say, reusable bags already brought bacteria into stores. We're supposed to wash them, but almost no one does. Studies found reusable bags crawling with dangerous bacteria. After plastic bags were banned in San Francisco, food poisoning deaths increased sharply. Wow. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Oh, goodness. But environmental groups, um, environmental groups like Greenpeace called those disease fears misinformation. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. There are no studies or evidence that reusable bags are transmitting viruses, says Alex Trulove of the Public Interest Research Group. So, there it is. Do we ban or not ban? Ban this. Oh, no. As the title of the article. No, never mind. So it's crazy. It is It is crazy. Liberals don't know the what, you know, from one day to the next. It's almost like they put their finger up in the, up in the air to feel, feel which way the political wind is, is blowing. So it's crazy. Very, very crazy. So, all right. Now, the next article, we talk about the intelligence community. And if you've been following along the intelligence community, there is declassification going on. And there are things that are, that are coming out that is, oh man, the intelligence community is extremely, extremely corrupt. And um, Congressman uh, Ken Buck writes this article with, uh, we need a DNI or the department that the uh, intelligence um, community who will restore the reputation and credibility of the intelligence community. It says, our intelligence agencies are in a state of crisis plagued by politically motivated scandals and investigations that have shaken this country's confidence. We need a director of national intelligence, the DNI, Director of National Intelligence, who will, who will restore our country's trust in the intelligence community and ensure the safety and security of all Americans. And he goes on to say, my friend, Congressman John Ratcliffe, is the person for the job. In fact, at, this, at, at the time of this recording, today's May uh, 6, 2020, it's uh, getting ready to do some. Uh, um, they're they're getting ready to interrogate him, put him be, before the house, and uh, you know they're asking him questions, trying to verify him. Uh, President Trump is trying to get him verified for for the job. 
but one of the things that is happening is you have you have politics playing and not only on the liberal democrat side but even on the conservative side there are some rhinos that are still in the government but we do need to bring back honor in the intelligence community article goes on to say we also know the fbi and doj failed to provide evidence to the fisa court Critical errors and omissions were made in relation to at least four separate FISA warrant applications involving Trump campaign officials. So we need we need to bring back honor to the intelligence community and reliability and honesty. I mean, the bottom line, in, in our political world and in our news world, in the news media, we need honesty. That's, what, that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. It's, I have actually, I look at left-leaning uh, websites too, and, and don't be surprised if I'm going to do several podcasts with left-leaning. I am a conservative through and through. I'm a, I'm a Christian a conservative, and I believe that God has everything under control, and God is the the one we serve a one one true God. And but you need to be honest. If if something is wrong, it's wrong. It doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you you uh, cater to. So, all right, our our last uh, news article. Uh, before we head to a, we're going to head to a break, and uh, and then we will, uh, we're going to do our, um, yeah, <laughs> we're going to head to a break, and uh, then then we're going to do our tech and our end with verse of the day. So this article talks about um, honoring. America's great generation. This is talking about those over 65 and by protecting their votes. This is one of the things that, if you notice, the the um, the Democrats are really pushing for vote by mail. And then I I believe on one of my previous podcasts I talked about uh, votes being found in. Um, Votes being found in boxes from the 2016 and even previous elections. But the Democrats are wanting to do vote by mail because that is the way they, they're trying to take this election from us again, from the American people. I don't care what side of the aisle, as I keep saying on this podcast today, I don't care what side of the aisle that you, you cater to. But let's be honest. Let's let the American people have their say. This is what America is is about. So this article by Ken Blackwell, and this was uh, May 5th, uh, Monday, May 5th. America holds its greatest generation in a unique place of honor. We treasure the enormous contributions the men and women who are now our senior citizens have made to our freedom and prosperity at home and abroad. Yet, the sacred right of today's seniors to have their political choices honored at the ballot box are at high risk because of vote fraud. They're faced with challenges of aging such as sensory and mobility changes, access to transportation or residence change to a new voting jurisdiction. Seniors often rely on others 
to assist them with voting. They are also trusting the trusting generation and their personal values demonstrate an integrity they often assume is present in everyone. Unfortunately, that is not the case. There's proven instances of vote fraud committed against elderly occur at their homes and in coordinated activity at senior residences. Fraudsters illegally harvest, manipulate, and falsify voter forms and ballots at senior communities. So that is the one thing that we really need to be careful of. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're, we are a, a little long on this segment. So I'm going to go ahead and do a break and I'm going to come back to that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on touch on that and uh, we we really I want you to really think of your your elderly parents if you have elder, elderly parents and your elderly grandparents but we're gonna come back to that so I want to talk to you about uh, my Patriot supply go to jjmediaonline.net slash my Patriot supply and if you're watching this online you just saw me go to the link that's jjmediaonline dot net slash my patriot supply my patriot supply offers a four-week emergency food supply you see right now we are actually in a crisis in this quarantine and as we're reopening the country there are they're talking about uh, supply chain issues which there's some politics being played there and i need to do a podcast just of that but my Patriot Supply, jjmediaonline.net slash My Patriot Supply. They offer emergency survival food. And if you are watching this video online, you are seeing this. The long-term, the long-term, short-term, the bulk, uh, food storage, the bulk tin food cans, the special emergency kits, food and vegetable, meat and protein kits, Gluten-free options, Franklin Finest Survival Coffee. And they have some greens and a case-packed food pouches. They also have survival items, survival gear, cooking gear, power and lighting, stoves and fuel and lighters, first aid and medical, and survival books if you want to read up and learn. Walter, uh, water filtration. They have uh, the Pro Water Filter, the, the Pitcher Water Filter, the Whole Home, a personal water filtration, water containers, and replacement water filters. They have air purification, and they have the the ultimate for those that are are trying to really make it by a buy here pay later plan. Of course, they do have a deal of the day. Let's go ahead and click on that and see what that is. Um, the deal of the day. And if you there again, if you go to jjmediaonline.net slash my patriot supply they have the deal of the day it's on for 14 hours and 13 minutes franklin's finest survival coffees 720 servings one bucket 67 dollars it's a 53 percent off deal 53 percent off deal that's 720 servings so that looks like wow that i'm gonna have to gonna have to do that uh, um that is good. So that that would be over two years worth of coffee for for sixty seven dollars. That, that's pretty cool. Um, so, but go to jjmediaonline.net/slash/mypatriotsupply.
All right, now we are in for the tech news. Volvo, Volvo bucks the industry, and looks like I'm going to have to speed up. I've, I've really handled uh, gone too long. Volvo bucks the industry will sell LiDAR-equipped self-driving cars to customers by 2022, so that's within two years. Most new cars sold today include a... <clears throat> And many uh, sensors such as cameras and radar to help power modern conveniences like automatic emergency braking and lane keeping assist. Very few automakers, however, sell cars with the high-powered laser sensor known as LiDAR. And for good reason. Most LiDAR are ridiculously expensive, with the leading suppliers pricing theirs around 75000 but now Volvo says it has found a LiDAR maker that can produce the sensors cheap enough to justify installing them on its consumer vehicles. In 2018, Volvo made a strategic investment in a little-known Florida-based LiDAR company called Luminar to use its startup high-resolution long-range sensor to build self-driving cars. Today, Volvo is announcing that new LiDAR-equipped cars which the Swedish automaker says will be able to drive themselves on highways with no human intervention, will start rolling off the production line in 2022. So that is that is very cool. I'm gonna with me living in Florida, I'm gonna have to dig into that and find out. But um, there you go. There's the article. You can actually click on it and find out more about it. And um, it is in the show notes, and it's in the description of the YouTube if you are watching this on our YouTube channel. All right. Android's 11 public beta to launch with June 3rd live stream. So basically what they're doing, it looks like, is they are going to do a live stream for the launch instead of a, at a conference. Google will announce the first public beta for Android 11 in a live stream at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard on June 3rd, according to a promotional video. The search giant typically debuts Android's latest public beta in May each year, but the difference in 2020 is that its developer conference, Google I.O., had to be canceled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Google is promising that the live stream will have news, updates, and announcements on connectivity, control, safety, security, productivity, and accessibility. So, they're gonna. Be, Google is bringing bringing uh, um, competition to the the market, and Android's 11 be public beta launch, and um, so they will also during this launch they will also include a Q&A segment with Android VP. Dave Burke and Senior Director of Product Management Stephanie Cuthbertson, if I said that right. And this is according to Android Police. And this is on the Verge.com um, tech news. So that is that. All right, let's jump to our last two uh, advertisers. Are you looking for a new way to advertise, an innovative way to advertise? If you are, if you live in the Treasure Coast area, South Florida area, you can advertise on a carryout tray. Actually, what you can do is go to flaminghotads.com or .net. That's flaminghotads.com or .net. That's F-L-A-M-I-N-H-O-T 
ads.com or net. Flaming Hot Ads is the first advertiser to put put advertising and the only in the world putting advertising on a carryout container. And if you are watching this on our YouTube channel, you can see the picture right now. Flaming Hot Ads actually puts your business card size ad. There are six spots on top of the container. You can actually do a one one spot or a two spot side by side, two spot up and down, or a three spot up and down, or a four spot, like laying four business card cards together in a square or a six spot. So Flamin' Hot Ads, call call Flamin' Hot Ads today and you can get get your ad put on a container. Paul Carroll's president, Melissa, and there myself is part of Flamin' Flamin' Hot Ads. Call 833-ADS-TO-GO. That's 833-ADS-TO-GO. Or send them an email at flaminghotads at gmail.com. But we would like to hear from you. And you can actually go to our website and you can pull up the restaurant distributors. We have a whole list of, of where we distribute. We are actually uh, growing and we have different states that are interested. So flaminghotads.net. Do you live in the Hope Sound and Stewart area? and needing quality professional landscaping and quality lawn care? Call R.W. Peters Lawn Services in the Hope Sound, Stewart area. R.W. Peters Lawn Services does the professional lawn service for you, takes care of, takes the headaches out of, out of your lawn care because you come home, you're tired, and you're, you don't even feel like dealing with it. Call Brian at 740 740- 710-2031. That's Brian at 740-710-2031. Or go to their website. That's Peters Lawn Services FL. Peters Lawn Services FL.com. Or you can go email Brian at Peters Lawn Services FL.com. Alright, now we are to the end of end of our podcast today and we want to do the verse of the day and we do thank you for listening we we do ask you if you would like to to uh, have an interview with us we would set up the questions it'd be a pre-recorded interview how has this quarantine affected you how has it affected you what's it done your psyche and specifically pastors, ministry leaders, that is really where we're our focus, but as a layman, even as a business owner. Our verse of the day for Wednesday, Wednesday, May 6th, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. The thoughts of today's verse, God is sovereign, all-powerful, without rival. So it is Obviously amazing that he repeatedly chooses to bless us with his grace before he calls us to worship and obedience. In most other religions, their gods demand adherence, sacrifice, obedience before their favor is acquired. But the one true and living God offers grace, then calls us to obedience. Our prayer, Almighty God, you are worthy of all honor, worship, and praise. I want my heart to always be reverent of your glory and appreciative of your grace. And please don't let me outlive my love and allegiance to you. I pray this in Jesus' name with all my love and 
respect. I do want to thank you again for listening to our uh, podcast. And uh, we, we just really appreciate you joining us. And I know that uh, many of you may not realize that, that podcasting is coming back. But we do invite you to join us on our podcast Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Hopefully I get everything done. But Monday through Friday, 9 a.m., Thank you for joining us. If you want to interview, email james at jjmediaonline.net or message me. Listen to the podcast. Message me. Message me. Send me an audio message about what the what you like about the podcast on Anchor FM. We appreciate you joining us. We trust you have a great day. Thanks again. Welcome to, welcome, welcome, welcome to Treasure Coasts. Real-time podcast. Podcast.